Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. McGovern, one of the football, gives it to Shade. Open goal. in front for the first time. Here's Jack. Eludes one. Snaps at goal. Bends it back and kicks the goal. As Kelly makes the escape, sends it inside 50. One more finish the job. And it's Gary Rowan. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 13 Wrapped. My name is Heath, and the first question we ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, what was your highlight of the week? Well, I feel like uh, most Australians are in the same boat in that you see an athlete showboating, uh, you kind of wish they'd get fucked up. So there's no Australians in boats. We've, we stopped that shit. <laughs> well, they weren't Australians to start with, and they, apparently they never will be now. Um, but, you know, uh, Besh Korea, um, very uh, talented MMA fighter. Uh, coming up against Holly Holm. It's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a fairly shallow uh, talent pool. Yes, that's that one. fair. Predominantly based upon Ronda Rousey and uh, now Amanda Nunes. Or Nunes? I don't know. I never know which one Nunes. it is. Nunes. Nunes. Uh, but Betch, uh, she was having a, a bit of a decent run against Holly because Holly's pretty one-dimensional and decided she'd skied a little bit. So yeah. she's doing a little bit of, you know, look at me, look at me. Yeah. And then Holly just goes, uh, Holly just goes fucking bang. Uh, well, big sweeping leg kick. They did receive a warning from the ref before that round as well yeah. um, to get a fucking move on. Yeah, to not be so shit. Um, um, what do they actually call that warning? Uh, delay or refusing to engage, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's like uh, it's something kind of offensive, like insulting, like you're, you're cowardice. Not willing to, uh, yeah, like I remember what it was. Exactly. It's got a funny name. It's like, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's rough. Because that was USC Singapore as well, which is it was. Saturday, yeah. Saturday weird, night. Weird was it? time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I f- forgot all about it completely. Yeah, me too. Until I was just uh, looking on Twitter and I saw, ah, oh, main card about to start, main card for what? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that seemed like a pretty... A fair old head kick, that one too. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that, that, you know, it's the one weapon she's got. Uh, I think that's the only way I've seen her win. I yeah. can't remember her winning without that head kick. But it is a decent head kick. I mean, shit, Crocop uh, had a whole uh, career based out of, of one left leg. Yeah. And... Um, she also has dropped back down to featherweight, yeah? Or I, I, down yeah. from bantamweight to featherweight? Fuck, I get confused about She's the... to the lower of the women's weights. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. now they've got Cyborg fighting Megan Anderson, who's an Australian chick for uh, the whatever the new belt is. The one that... Is that Megan Tomato Can Anderson? Randomine or... Yeah, Randami. Uh, yeah. Sort of got that belt and then fucked off. Yeah. yeah bit of a mess, that one. You should, maybe they should have had a division before they had the belt. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the, the, the 125 fighter. division that everyone actually wanted. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Brenton, your highlight of the week and your beer of the week. Let's remember it yeah, this week. Yeah, I remember this time. Um, <laughs> start, start with the beer. Beer, beer is the Pirate Life Mosaic. Uh, they're an Adelaide uh, brewing company, and Mosaic is the type of hops that they put in the beer. And there's been lots of different companies bringing out um, Mosaic-based uh, IPAs at the moment. Um, Pirate Life are kicking big goals down there. I think they're in Theberton or something like that. 
in Adelaide. Really great. Big cans too. Delicious. Uh, we all love we, big cans. We do yep. big cans are great, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get stuck into those. They should be nice and fresh. It's been brewed. All right. So that's my beer of the week. And your highlight of the week. My highlight of the week. Sticking with uh, the combat sports, I was watching a replay, well not replay, just a streamable of the Andre World versus uh, Kovalev fight yep. uh, 2. Um that just it was so funny to see Kovalev get his balls bashed in for a round, <laughs> oh. <laughs> bent over in the pain, and then the, the ref calls it on him. <laughs> like, like, nah, above the belt. Remember Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber? Yep. In, in the restaurant scene, with the, <laughs> doing yep. the old speedball? Yep, that's pretty much like, it was one after the other. He's like, no, nah, they're above the waist. He's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so yeah, pretty much got his balls bashed in and, and, and didn't win the belt. <laughs> I like, and I, I said to you before, uh, the ref went on uh, Twitter afterwards and saying, yeah. you know, all the criticism is unwarranted. I've watched the fight and yeah I did miss one it's like well maybe the criticism isn't no more maybe you fucking deserved it you piece of shit it was the Russians motherfucker if that bloke could have kids he'd come back and haunt him yep Um, my highlight was of the week I can talk about this now because it's something that's been brewing for a little while Um, I had uh uh, another redundancy. I, I'm, I'm leading the league in, in redundancies. I yep. think so. I, I spoke to uh, company killer uh, Donk Dunks, who's uh, features on all our gambling podcasts. Um, he's given me more referees than anybody else <laughs> he ever has. Um, more references than Wikipedia. He's got a switchboard for uh, Heath references. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I think he does it in his sleep now. Just the spiel <laughs> comes out. So anyway, so I've been hitting the interviews heavy, and I got an offer for a company, and I said, "No worries, I'll accept that." And then I got a second interview to a company I didn't think I'd had a chance at. And they're all right, yeah, I'll, I'll go to it anyway because it means half a day off of work. Because yep. I was working redundant, which is a great thing, actually. If you're going to get <laughs> redundant, you want to still be paid. Yeah. And then you go, well, I'm going to an interview. I'm walking out. You can't stop me. Yeah. Physically or legally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got an offer from uh, the second company. But the problem was, like, they didn't actually give me the offer. They said, you know, we, there's one coming and we've done your referee checks and it's like, it's Friday. Yeah. And I start Tuesday, then the other place, I'm like, all right, I've been through too much bad luck. Yeah. I'm not starting until I have a contract in my hands. Yeah. Because they, they've said there is one coming, but they haven't said we've got an offer. So they actually haven't said the words. Yeah. But there's every indication. So I thought, right, what do I do? Do I pull the pin or do I start at the new place on the proviso that I might quit after one day? Yeah. I went the safe option. Yeah. <laughs> started at the new place. Put one day's worth of work. Um, doing great, no worries, everything's great, nice company and all Solid that. Solid day. Solid, hard day's work, I found some errors for them, <laughs> and about 4.30 I get a call from the other place, I'd rang them uh, like every hour, what's yeah. going on, what's going on, um, I get a call, they said, alright, we've got the offer for you, here it is, and it was like a much better offer, I knew I was going to accept it straight away, yeah. so I had to work the last hour, just... Yep, everything's great. Everything's good. Karen, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I've had lots of conversations with uh, the old job about what I should do. Just, just walk in, where's my fucking office and secretary? No, nah, not I'm out. Um, so anyway, I thought about it. It's a hard decision. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, the, the decision to take the other job is easy, but you've got to actually go and say, guys, I know you've put in all this recruitment. Yeah. I know you've called all my referees. I know you've made me do a physical and a police check. <laughs> So much. You've done all the induction. My laptop set up. My um, emails all set up. You've introduced me to everybody. You've told me there's a conference on next week that I need to go to, and there's a dinner afterwards. I'm like, what do I do? So I was really like panicked about it. Cause like, you know, do I send an email? So, or? Yeah. How'd you finish up the end of the day? 
All right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> you pushed out. You pushed out. One hundred percent, I did. Um, and I stayed back late too. Um, so I was just, out of guilt. Uh, I'm going to say that had something to do with it. And I thought, first, I can't leave before the boss. You know, the old Japanese style. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I say late, I mean six. You know, no, yeah, not no. not ridiculous. Um, That's just a work shit. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I went home and I thought, oh, what do I do? You know, so, <laughs> do I just send the email and not go in? And uh, there was two problems with that. One is I left an iPhone charging cable on my desk. I yeah. like my iPhone charging cables. <laughs> They're expensive. <laughs> They're like 20 bucks for the decent ones. Say, you're unemployed now. <laughs> um, and I also had the clicker to get into the building. All oh, right. So I've got to return that. So you would have had to go in anyway. Well, I could have mailed it in. Yeah. But I thought, nah, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll be a man for a change. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. I'm going to resign. I'm going to walk in and resign. Um, so I was like, even as I was in the car, I'm like checking, right, this contract. Yep, yep, this contract's definitely here. I'm good. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to burn this bridge. Um, oh, and it's the only job I've ever got in my career through a recruiter. So really? I'm burning them too. Because <laughs> they're probably going to, you know, if I stay past... Um, what do you a multi, like 10 grand finder's fee or something more, along those lines? More. It would have been about 20. Yeah. Well, fuck um, recruiters, that cunts. They are, absolutely. I, don't, I know your mate's a fucking recruiter. Yeah. Um, but I hate his job. Anyway, um, so I thought, all right, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do it face-to-face, fuck it. What's what's the worst that can happen, right? Did, did you say it's not you, it's me? Uh, in, in as much words. Um, so <laughs> luckily the boss starts early and I got in about 8, 8.30. Uh, I went did, in. Did he look at you and say, oh, that's what we like to see. He's got a future here, this lad. He's in early. She. Um, luckily, I, I went straight to my desk to get my iPhone cable. <laughs> so I thought, if I get it now, I'm, that's 20 fucking bucks. And then I uh, went. Like exiting via a window. I went straight into her office and I saw one of the other managers going, hey, how's it going? Hey, second day. Yep. All good. <laughs> Last words I ever spoke to that bloke. And I, I went in and just shut the door. I like how you said that bloke. You haven't even you haven't even committed his uh, name uh, to memory. He actually, to be honest, I only know two people's names and he was one of the I do know I remember his name. He was I in hope one the of boss isn't the other one. That'd be even funny. Yeah. Um so I went in and shut the door and she was all happy as well. Like, how you doing? Hey, I'm really sorry to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another offer. And I went through it and Stunned, <laughs> uh, but absolutely as professional as you could hope for. But she, she's like, okay, 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 okay. I'm not speaking in between these. Okay, so, just, all right, all right. Um, why don't you just go get a coffee? Um, oh, you don't drink coffee. Um, just okay, okay. All right, well, you go do that, and just let me digest for thirty minutes. Just fuck off for a minute. I'm gonna have a glass of wine. <laughs> I'm about to lose my shit. Um, well, she had every right to. Because, like they said, you know, blindsided, didn't see this coming. I'm like, well, I would have been fucking offer, impressed if you did. Offer more money. Yeah. Um, oh, I told her, don't bother. Don't, like, it's too much more. I don't want it. I want the other one anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, they call me. <laughs> so, so you've gone into someone, pretty much said, look, uh, I've got another offer. She's way hotter. Yep. Uh, and you're never going to get that good looking. I said, don't bother. I, I, I said, to her, oh, this is not a negotiation tactic. I wouldn't do that. It kind of sounds like the Trelaw trade is, or something. This is kind of worse than negotiation tactic. It's coming in saying, look, I've got an offer from the big leagues. You guys are shit. <laughs> yep. um, don't fucking even try. It's, it's essentially, sit, it's, sit down, stay in your lane. I'm going to play with the big boys. And I actually said, look, I know there's one job you need done first thing today. I'm happy to do it. Um, <laughs> I only worked yesterday. You haven't put the paperwork through. Don't bother paying me. I, yeah. I, I'll take that hit. Um, anyway, so I got home and... Uh, 
Brenton actually offered. You said, I'll call. Yeah, I'll give a call. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the call for yeah, you. Yeah, a couple, a couple of Pirate Life mosaics deep at that point. So so after the 30-minute digest, did you go back in and... It wasn't 30 minutes. It was more like three. Yeah. <laughs> came back. I, was, I just went to my desk. And I thought, oh, we'll see if they've got any emails. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> um, so I just sat there for a little bit. I think I sent my wife a message and said, all right, I've told them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. And she comes back and goes, right, I thought about it for a couple of minutes. Come see me in my office. And she just said, look, you know, obviously we're disappointed, but we can't match what they are offering. And we could match, you know, prestige or blah, 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 blah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And just sh- shook my hand. Um, so is that when you asked for a reference? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. All right. I, w- I would love to have fucking seen if you had. Just like, oh, yeah. Um, by the way, can you get a reference? You, yeah. You're right, Ben. I thought you'd only fuck up the punchline once. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you said three times, but at least once. Um, so on my way out, I, I, I just went, all right, I'm just going straight out. There's no need to yep. say anything. <laughs> Who's coming with me, man? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. So, you're cool. Fuck you. I've pressed the... Uh, uh, down button on the elevator. It's a really slow elevator. I'm just standing there. And I came in a little bit early, like I said. So everyone's going to be coming in. I'm like, nah, I'm taking the stairs. Fuck this. <laughs> I told him I left the uh, the parking clicker. It's, it's on my desk. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't park in the secure parking. So I've gone home at 8.45. I don't know. And, you know, it was very stressful. Even though, you know, it's good news for me and everything. Like, I know it's fucking them over and burning a bridge. And it's very... Like, you're getting a lot of anxiety about, I've got to go in and tell these people, like, I've, yeah. I've let them down. And I phoned the recruiter straight afterwards, and I've got to tell him, mate, your big paycheck. <laughs> I enjoyed that part, to be honest. <laughs> I would have said, where were you on this one, fuckhead? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Another one. jobs at Herbalife don't come across all the time. <laughs> so when you get one, you stick with it. I, I, I watched that uh, documentary. Yeah, okay. So anyway, as I'm going home, I told you blokes, you know, all right, I've done it. And Josh says to me, did you get a reference? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up the punchline before, that's all right. Anyway, I thought it was the funniest thing you've ever said, and you ruined it by that. Anyway. Um, it's, it's too bad that they didn't like get the offer through on the Friday. You could have had like the whole weekend to try well, and outsource your job to like a low, <laughs> a low wage payer or something. That's actually happened before. Yeah, people yeah. have done that, haven't yeah. they? They've blokes outsourced to India and shit. Yeah, yeah. blokes who've uh, taken second jobs and then outsourced the material pretty much just come in and people manage. But the funny thing is, if you can do that, you're fucking play. good at your job. Yeah. 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 That's why I was reading why half the taxi drivers are on their mobile phones while they're actually uh, driving the cab. It's because they're doing like uh, help desk jobs at the oh, same really? time. Yeah, So there's multicasts. I was like, ah, fair enough, man. I'm not interested in shit conversation anyway. Yeah, well, that's why help desks are pretty fucking useless most of the time as well. That's true. This is true. So, not, not good drivers either. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I've set my new record. I've resigned after one day. That's pretty good. And, uh, oh, yeah, on Thursday, they paid me. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it rocking my bank account. I'm like, oh, that's, oh. Did you do the the math on it and work it out if it was right? (laughs) Took their word for it. The ex-girlfriend has given you a present she was going to give you. (laughs) Yeah, I I broke up with her before Valentine's Day and she still sent the flowers. She sent back the promise ring. I don't know if they thought, you know what, fuck him. He can fill out the extra part on his tax return (laughs) this year for a poxy couple hundred bucks. But anyway, all right, so that was my fun for the week. Anyway, um, so let's get into the footy, which wasn't fun. No. Uh, fair to say, the worst week of football I can remember. It's, yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. I, I considered not doing a football review of this round because, let's face it, the Tigers capitulated. North Melbourne played the worst game I've seen them play in God knows how long. Yeah. And um, Hawthorne didn't play. The worst, uh, well, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, probably won't spend too much on it. Um, but, um, and even when it started on Thursday night, a decent enough game in West Coast versus Geelong, but West Coast was just so wasteful that gave Geelong a sniff. And that almost ruined it, the game for me anyway. Because West Coast should have won by five or six goals. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, but it was still pretty. Um, it was heated. Was, was it was heated? Like, but it wasn't like sort of captivating football. It wasn't great. <laughs> no, I, I, I was like, if you're a fan of the team, you would have been, yeah. been interesting, exciting. But for a casual viewer, I wasn't. Yeah, well, didn't get. Before excited. this round, I was leading the work tips by uh, two, number one with a bullet. Yep. Um, I got this one, and I got one more for the whole round. You, you beat I'm me. I'm still, I'm still leading the <laughs> comp by two. <laughs> Jesus, I got one. And it, I can't even remember which one I got. I only, tip on, on, I only tip on this podcast, thank God. So <laughs> I've given up on Supercoach after round three. I think, don't think I've got a W yet. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't. I haven't checked a couple of weeks, but yeah, if I got one, then someone else is really shit. See, that's why I never do Supercoach, because I, I pick your side and then yeah. I'm done. Yeah, see, I, I tried to pull out of it, but then my mates were like, ah, come on, we've been doing it for like 10 years. You can't just pull out now. I was like, shit, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So I'm like the token entry. Right, okay. You make, you're literally making out the numbers. Pretty much, yeah. We'll call you the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, the, the Punt Road plebs aren't going too well. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to talk about the game. I mean, a lot of focus is on the uh, Sam Mitchell-Joel Selwood um, interaction. Oh, uh, yeah. It was hilarious that um, all the focus is on, geez, Mitchell's a dirty player. Look what he did. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, um, what's the bloody, uh, the front bar? Yeah, not not because you like to, because you got no fucking choice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mind the front bar. Just but put they, put it back a little bit. Yeah, they showed a different angle, and mm, what yeah. happened beforehand, you're like, oh, Joel Sobers dropped a people's elbow on him. Yeah, that's it. it was that a, was a very move, courageous it? elbow. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like a champion, so courageous that WWE way. move. Um, he only got a fine for it, so no games. Yeah, consider himself extremely lucky. Yeah, that's well, that's bullshit. Lindsay Thomas got a game for pretty much just like a flipped around version of that, yeah. and he had the ball, and he had the ball. Yeah. yeah. But what I like is uh, the defense of it was, ah, oh, he was falling, you know, and he's yeah, using, out, he's using it to break his fall because <laughs> his left arm, which wasn't going to hit Sam Mitchell, was out straight. Yeah. His right arm, which was going to hit Sam Mitchell, was a swinging elbow. Yeah, exactly. And like on the point too. Yeah. It was it was uh, Bisping uh, v. Henderson. Exactly. Yeah. It was is a nice it, elbow. But the thing is, it, that would be illegal in MMA. An yep, elbow to the back is, of the yep. head. Look, I'm, I'm actually quite like Selwood as a player, but that was a cunt yep. move. Yep. And yep. and to top it off, to be when Sam Mitchell went back at him to plead to the umpire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bitch move. Yeah, no, I I think he can count himself very lucky that Mitchell only did a headlock because uh, yeah. if if that was uh, <laughs> I don't know Luke Hodge, Jordan Lewis, <laughs> he he would have had a fair old swing. Well, why wouldn't you pick an Eagles player? Why'd you pick a <laughs> Melbourne player and a Hawthorne player? <laughs> if it was Jack Darling. <laughs> he would have had a swing and a miss. <laughs> well, I don't know. Tyrone touched him up pretty good. <laughs> that was Cox. Oh, well. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but anyway, Geelong lost. Um, no bookends for this game in uh, Kennedy and uh, Hawkins. Um, yeah. One injured, but it looks like uh, Kennedy might be back. Uh, uh, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, uh, Jetta had a good one. Had some, his field kicking was exceptional. Absolutely. I did watch that, and Jeddah looked magnificent in yep. his decision-making. Yep. Yep. Uh, did. Plenty of times I thought, fuck, that's come off the side of the boot. No, no, right down the throat of someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he and McGovern. McGovern had the most fantastic, fully horizontal tackle I've seen in oh, so that long. Was a cracker, oh, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a full-on flying spear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who, who was he? got Tui, I think it was. Yes. He yeah, fucking exactly. knew he got tackled too. And I, I love seeing that, just because... You know, so much of the, I guess, the impact of the game has uh, dropped out a little bit. Yeah. But that tackle with authority, you're just like, oh, son, 
Are you all right? Because you got knocked the fuck over the bench. Yeah. A good bloke to get to, Zach Tui, because one, he's such a great playmaker. And, you know, if you can put a hurt legally on another player, yeah, yeah good one to do. And two, he'd be the kind of bastard go, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got me good there, son. <laughs> Kent. <laughs> Didn't even bother with the accent. <laughs> um, the other thing about this game and about... It was just a phonetically pronounced word. That's all I went for. Um, and all the other games... I'm sick already of the commentary referring to Conor McGregor. Uh, as they like, start, yeah. Just all the time. I'm like, okay, we know there's a couple of Connors, a couple of Irishmen out there. Yeah. There's big news this week. We, we can let it Welcome go. Welcome to 2017, guys. Yep. Okay, bye. Anyway, um, so uh, it snaps a bit of a uh, winning streak from the Cats too. They were travelling all right. But uh, yeah, hard to beat West Coast over there. Yeah. So, hang on, who's the uh, flag favourites this week? It's going to be Adelaide after Thursday night. Well, well they're fucked. Then. It's got to be Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, may, well, may you jest, but they're getting talked up. You know, not quite to the level of uh, Tigers jumping on board, but uh, just you wait till Maxi Gorn gets back. He's next week, apparently. Yeah, they reckon he's coming back in. He, he had a bit of a chat in the change room. Yeah. Um, on to Friday night again. Uh, another game that got to attend this week: uh, North versus St Kilda. There was nothing impressive about this game from the get go. Honestly, nothing. The absolute worst game I've ever attended. And I've attended some shit games. Uh, even, I think, prior to that, I would have probably said Essendon Carlton year before last. Uh, Buckney down rain, Essendon depleted side. That sucked. Uh, this was worse, because there was no rain that Eddie had with the, the uh, roof on. Um, but the criticism has for long been uh, Scott as a coach uh, can't have plan B plan C whatever that doesn't matter it if doesn't you can't matter. hit a target yeah. no there was there was nothing Scott could do there was handballs yep. that were missing to target. their feet behind their back that was one thing that came on radio there was 50 ineffective handballs yeah that doesn't account the ones that were effective they were handballed to a bloke that was at another arm's length yeah. essentially being tackled before he even got the ball yeah it was such a boring game I I, I felt sorry for anybody else that uh, had to go watch that along with us. Um, even though I got my ticket for free. <laughs> like I put on Reddit. But anyway. And that was uh, North's one and only Friday night game. Yep. Well, obviously the other Friday with uh, Good Friday. But uh, neither team did themselves any favours. Um, no. The crowd was hopeless too. Yeah, St. Yeah. Kilda got the four points, but no one won. Yeah, yeah. it's precisely. Um, the only only highlight that I've seen played is uh, Jack Zeeble's mark, which was actually pretty decent. Well, actually, when you look at the top 10 plays of the week, there was like three from this game. Yeah. I was like, geez, mate, that's how bad this weekend was. <laughs> and one of them was Jack Stevens losing his mullet. <laughs> <laughs> well, one was Lockie Hens- uh, Henderson. Hanson. Hanson getting a, a big falcon in the face. Yeah. That led to a, oh, it should have been a goal, but it wasn't a goal. Yeah, I think he got concussed from that. Well, well I hope so, because he dropped some chest marks. and mm. Yeah, he, he was a liabil- the worst liability in his 150th game that I've ever seen a player. He cost at least four goals. Yes, yes. Um, I, I, yeah. Cunnington had a decent fend off at one stage, but then he turned it over straight away. Yeah. Like, so much of that happened. Like, you'd have a decent moment and then fuck it up. And yeah. it, it seems like the best way to get a possession was to give it to the opposition because each team was turning yeah. it over so fucking often. Yeah. And they tried that strategy too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it did happen. Yeah, it was an awful, awful game. Um, and the worst thing is, uh, Matty Lloyd came out today and blasted North. Well, they deserved it. Um, that's the thing you can't you can't argue back. Yeah, he, he blasted the uh, the members as well on, on the Sunday football show. I saw it because he said uh, twenty four thousand that rocked up. It's yeah. disgusting. Right. And it was there was no atmosphere there. And well, uh, you think that's a winnable game too? It sh- well, it should have been. Should have been a close well, one. Anyway, like we said in the uh, last week, 
each team at their best can hold it to most teams. At their worst, they can get pounded by anyone. At, this their, was, at their worst, they play Friday night. Exactly. This was pretty much 10% of what North can do and maybe 15% girlfriends. of what St Kilda can do. Um, I liked on the radio on the way home, a uh, caller rang in and said, thank God that's over. Don't know which team he went for. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Um, I think I, there could be 24,000 people with a class action yeah. for... Uh, misleading advertising because they called that a football game it, it fucking wasn't if I paid for my ticket I'd ask for my money back Brent Harvey was there going still do it I'm seeing better possessions <laughs> in Heidelberg um, on to the Saturday I got two for this weekend I went to the Saturday game as well um, entertaining game enough um, with uh, Richmond and, and the Swans Richmond got out to a bolter and then decided let's bomb it long to the three blokes hanging back <laughs> yeah yeah. let's bomb it along to Reed, <laughs> who yeah. just sat there outside 50 and yeah we just gave him plenty of touch made him like a superstar to be honest I thought Reed was one of the b- nearly best on ground he was yeah I agree I thought yeah. he was like he, um, he's important in his uh, ability to just take those marks and turn over the ball especially when we're trying to build some sort of uh, attack off the half back line so much run in the first quarter and then just like the Swans have done it um, well all year but a couple of teams have found them um, they haven't done it well all year yeah. um, they love having two to three players behind the play yeah. and then you know you bomb it in long and they'll just run it out yeah. from there um, and the Tigers went alright that challenge accepted yeah exactly for the last three quarters and our pinpoint kicking in the first half was what was got us that lead yeah. and also we started dropping marks and we looked knackered at half time like we looked like we couldn't yeah. do that for, for the whole game and we didn't we didn't earn that win anyway we played half the game and then went to yeah. a, a completely different strategy which was not what got us that lead mm-hmm. and um, just too many bad decisions <clears throat> uh, I thought Lloyd was almost a, was a liability with Close. these not like it was a game plan like most people was all about forward pressure so when you turn the ball over you've got to pressure them so that they make mistakes and you get easy goals and we did that really really well in the first half but Lloyd just had no interest in chasing down a man yeah. when he didn't have the ball did a really shit handball at an important time that just turned it over and gave them a goal um, Bashuli was good in the first half and then decided he's going to start bombing along and running, <laughs> running for miles And he was yeah. good and yeah. then he started doing his I'm going to somebody's taking a mark on the half back line yeah. I'm going to run backwards and take and get a handball yeah. I, I don't understand why he needs to do that I think maybe he's just too inspired <laughs> he's <laughs> like I'm going to win this game myself um, that, uh, this win too Sydney's one match out of the eight they've got the 7th uh, best percentage yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, they're always going to play finals yeah, yeah but our back line was phenomenal for that game. How, how good was Rance? Rance that, was amazing. That was one of his best games for the year. Grimes Staging as well. Grimes yeah, as well. Absolutely <laughs> staged. Oh, definitely was a stage. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's it, it's really pathetic that he didn't get a, at least a fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, at, at the time, though, um, I mean, Buddy pushed him and he's like, well, come on, give me a free kick. And Buddy went, okay. Yeah, he gave him a free kick. Uh, yeah. Probably shouldn't have um, given him yeah. a free kick even, but. Yep. Don't, don't you don't need to yeah that's it well, like I think with two grown men like that just let it go yeah like they're both but grown adults definitely deserved at least a fine for the stage yeah yeah um, it was very Scotty Thompson-ish I, I thought also this showed a lot of uh, the Tykes they do rely on Nankervis yeah he had a bad game yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't his best and he just seemed to be lost in the play a little bit which yeah. is unusual for him because usually he's pretty spot on with his positioning and just making the other, other Ruckman accountable and also, I found with um, Grig and the Ruck worked out well for for half the game, but then if we couldn't, if we couldn't, yeah, if we couldn't just um, shark the the taps, and it was still confusing to everyone why um, uh, was it Naismith who was rucking against? Yeah, couldn't just punch it forward <laughs> and get them all running forward, but uh, they didn't try that strategy, and so it worked for half. But yeah, I think maybe 
We're really struggling with our second ruckman. Uh, yeah, uh, Nankovic has usually been carrying the load. He, yeah. he had a bad game. I mean, yep. it happens. Well, he, big big men aren't known for their mental acuity. Maybe he just got a bit confused which team he's playing for. He could be. Yeah. He missed two very gettable set shots. Yep, yeah, uh, he wasn't alone there. Yeah, and have a look. He had one mark for the day. Yeah, and I'm without looking. I'm guessing he's averaging six or seven. I'd assume so. And also, Castagna missed a couple of easy shots on goal. Yeah, um, that's what really cost us. We we've always failed to be able to put our foot on the throat when we're ahead. And it's almost like you see it coming. I saw uh, Brendan Gale came out too, put a bit of pressure on Dusty. He's come said, out. Said, uh, you better let us know, lad, what's going on. Because we've got to sort out 16 other players coming out of contract. Yeah, he should shut his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Because they put pressure on him, mate. Keep it up, keep yeah. it up, keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Piss him off. That's yeah. what uh, that's what we want at North. Yeah, but if he saw Friday night, there's no chance for North anymore. <laughs> well, in fairness, he was probably half cut, um, I reckon, along with every North player there. Um he, He's not going to sign until the CBA gets done anyway. No, yeah. But the rumours are is coming out this week. And anyway, so. I've got a feeling that Dusty could probably put a lot more pressure on them than what they can put on him. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He's anyway. got the, the, you know, don't give a fuck money and the don't give a fuck friends. Yep. <laughs> um, on to Adelaide Oval on Saturday afternoon. So I didn't get to watch this one because we were driving back yep. um, from the game. But... Uh, Port Adelaide, give it a little scare, you you can say. Yeah, well, it was. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The scoreline didn't really tell the whole story. Brisbane were in it for a good half. And yeah. like first quarter, they were pretty rubbish, and they managed to pull it together and be show some resilience. They, they managed to shut down Port Adelaide's run for a good 15 minutes there and claw their way back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zorko was really good. And he's one of those players that you put him in... Uh, a team that's fighting for for finals, and he'd be a phenomenal yeah. star. He's, yeah. he's just underrated because um, obviously a couple of injuries, and also being stuck in, in Brisbane. But um, Shaki kicked five goals in the Resies, apparently. So <laughs> yeah, oh, needful, yeah, yeah, needful. whatever. Watching uh, they won by one hundred and fifty. Shit, really? Yeah, damn. Watching some of this game, it seemed to me the only real difference between the two sides was quality of four fifty entry, which is yeah, yeah, the difference between most sides. To be honest, if you can, uh, I think. Port Adelaide had uh, 14 marks inside 50 versus three. And that's, uh, you can't have those sort of differences. 
Yeah, like Port, if you can't find a free player in your forward fifty, you're going to struggle. And Port did spray some as well. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, eighteen, thirteen is not a, it's decent. I mean, it's not just, what you just want. Set shots, like yeah. it's been one of their struggles um, during the year. And yeah, but it never like Brisbane put up a, a spirited fight, but it never felt like they were going to get over the line. No, did it? no, no. no. It's good to see a yelp from some of the players. Yeah, um, he's, they've still got the passion there; they still care. So, you just, you just hope they can turn around and hold on to the the rest of their team. Um, yeah. Are we up to uh, up to saying Brisbane had a, a bit of a noble loss? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. About most noble. have been most have been heartbreaking losses. Yeah. Well, I think there's nothing worse than an indifferent loss, and that's still kind of seemed like what it was. Yeah. Uh, it was... I don't think they were quite as indifferent as I've seen them. I think they had a little bit more uh, want, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, coming off a good win the previous week but yeah it certainly wasn't worst case scenario and no. I, you didn't tip a line for this game but if I would have tipped a line it would have been bigger than 40 points yeah yep. it's still 40 points it's still 7 goals isn't it yeah. so yep. you can't be too happy with it um, on to the Saturday night game then probably the game of the round which really says more about the round yeah. um, Suns and Carlton did a great job on Ablett fair play to Carlton they played yeah, well they played brilliant Um it, Bolton is a real claim for coach of the year, mm. even though Carlton aren't going to make the eight. What, what gives it a getting? It's like 40 touches 40 and a couple touches. of goals. Jeez. So look, 43 touches, including 31 kicks. And he's, is he signed up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, they've sorted him. Carlton look like they're turning their things around, and it always looked like they're on that, that path, and probably yeah. going to realise that a bit earlier than everyone expected. Speaking of turning around, Casbot with 0-3. Yeah. Up until... Last week he was kicking very well, yeah. uh, and now all of a sudden he's got the yips again. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's what you get with him, isn't it? Yeah, he, he, he's going to have those days, regardless of what you think, um, what he's meant to do and what he's going to do. Um, sad news out of this one as well. Michael Barlow um, had another bit of a break. Yep, uh, I, I didn't see the uh, medical report today, but he, I think he went in for surgery on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, the uh, smaller bone, so the. Uh, Fibula, I want to say. Yeah, the fibula is a smaller one. I'm 50%. Now, I always remember it because the smaller bone has the longer word. So it's tibia and fibula. Hmm. And that's how I remember it. So there you go. So, yeah, his fibula snapped. So it's not the tibia this time, which uh, apparently is slightly better because the tibia takes the uh, majority of the weight. Yeah, when you're 31, you've already had a real fucked up leg injury. Is it the same leg? No, other one. Apparently. Other one. Yeah, great. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, worst thing is, it's the Reddit curse. He did an AMA and yeah. uh, bang. Well, get your fucking questions in there because he's going to have plenty of time to answer them. <laughs> get it while he's still anaesthetized. You might get the, the real story. Um, yeah, it was a massive effort from uh, Gibbs. That was probably the best game he's played in a long, long time. Um, if you believe that he was uh, legitimate in his trying to move to Adelaide over the offseason, yeah. Adelaide offered pick 13 and Carlton said no. Yeah, geez, Adelaide right now would like to revisit that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't know if Adelaide can afford him. Um, well, not not now. I mean, but last summer they could have. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I mean, they're probably already flag favourites, but with Gibbs in there as well. Yeah, and they had some really talented people that they had the luxury of being able to offload as well. Yeah, like they're a pretty stacked team. The Crows, they're doing well. Um, but God damn it, they could have uh, absolutely killed it with him in there. Yeah. Um, it was the second week that uh, Big Tommy Lynch has been kept quiet at too. Um, he only kicked one, I think, against Hawthorne um, the week before. And uh, he's got a big duck egg on this one. Yeah, well, that's been the problem with him, isn't it? Is who's going to kick the goals. Um, and he was meant to take over this year. You know, yeah. It's going to be his big year. Yep. Um, anyway, it's bad luck to be him. Um, should we move on to Sunday then? 
Yeah. And uh, the game that uh, really brought the the claws out, um, Melbourne have put 10 goals on the Bulldogs. Yeah, which is insane. Melbourne have been very unsociable in uh, most of their matches in probably the last eight rounds. Yeah. They've done well. They've brought, brought some fighting, which is not surprising considering you've got Nat Jones and uh, <laughs> yeah. Jack Viney in the middle. Yeah. Oh, and the, the worst one, though, is Bug. Thomas Bug. He I, is a little prick. Well, again, who did he, who did he fool? Um, was it Picken or somebody when he bumped into him and they just went back and knocked him over right in front of goal? Yeah, that was a, very much a play. veteran move. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was. It, it doesn't matter anyway. But I think it was McDonald. Everybody in the stadium knew exactly what Bug was doing, and he obliged. Yeah, yeah. Just run to the bloke, give him a bit of a shoulder, and then turn your back to him, right in front of the umpire, face <laughs> the umpire, and then oh, he got me in the back ump. <laughs> and free shot a goal. And look, the ump saw the whole thing, and he has to pay it. Yeah, he does. Because if you're dumb enough to do that right in front of the umpire, you deserve a free kick paid exactly. against you. Exactly. Yep. And backmen aren't smart. We realised that. Ruckman aren't smart. Backman aren't smart. Are there, is there any, any, any players that are smart? Yeah, retired ones. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they know everything. That's about it. Um, I, I love that this uh, has brought out the you know premiership hangovers from everybody and what are they doing and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, the fact is they, they weren't the best team all year last year. They yeah. were seventh. Yeah. Um, they played brilliant in September. And yeah. They, they snuck one in. And just their game plan was good against the teams that they were sort of uh, put, put against for the finals. You know what I mean? Well, that's a good point, actually. Um, mm. I heard Bontepelli on the radio do an interview this uh, last weekend, yep. and he's saying that he notices that all the other teams are harder for him this year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, things they were getting away with last year, they're not getting away with now because people watch the Bulldogs. Yeah. And people have studied the Bulldogs and go, okay, this is how we play them. Yep. Whereas before, they snuck under the radar. Everyone's, you know, we're watching Geelong, we're watching yeah. Sydney, we're watching Hawthorne. Let's see what they do. <laughs> Everyone, you didn't bother. Well, you, obviously you did, but you didn't yeah. spend... Weeks. It wasn't like, we're going to emulate this. Yeah. And now they're going, right, we have to, if we're going to win a premiership, we have to do what they do. Yeah. They said, it feels like we're getting everybody's best every week. Totally. Um, They haven't played Hawthorne yet, so, you know, they're safe. (laughs) They're safe until... um, How many suspensions come out of that game? I I think there'll be more in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Melbourne did a fucking good job. Like I said, and Gorn's not there yet. No. no, he come, um, comes back. Uh, poor uh, Patterson. He's going to be the one that drops out, you'd expect, because um, McDonald probably won't. Oh, I don't think he can. Yeah, I he's, think you got to put him somewhere. And he, he, he was doing really, really well. He, he looked like he knew it too. Yeah. Like, I've got to do something <laughs> here. And it was putting in big efforts back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, I did see Patterson was a bit of a stepladder again. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Can't win them all. Uh, not Patterson, sorry, McDonald. Um, stepladder for Howe last week, and this week, uh, can't remember who got on top of him. Uh, might have been Eastern Wood. I think it was actually, yeah. I, I saw he got up for some big ones. So, yeah. Um, oh, Lyndon Jones done for the season now as well, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, done his ACL. Yeah. Um, and that was just one of the just pure bad timing. Just, you see him kick just it. Just to nothing. Yeah. As that uh, Jones sort of makes contact with his leg as his foot's landing. Yeah. So the maximum weight Jones had on his leg was just as the heel touches the ground and it's all gone to the knee. Yeah. Um, I think. They were saying ACL at the time. I haven't heard an update. So yeah, I, ACL. I, I presume it is. Yeah. Yeah, that was confirmed today. Yeah, that's uh, it's rough for the lad. And you see him come off and his mum's in the crowd and he just gives her a bit of a hug and a bit of a tear. Yeah. Um, poor bastard. Long way back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's, he's got a few mates there who have done it. So Just yeah. signed up. So he's still got another year on the contract, I think. Well, I wonder if he saw the medical room when he did his uh, <laughs> tour of Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he had to get a juice to half the players. So. Yeah. Uh, Jack Watts. Yeah. Um, 
is being a leader at this club now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually been good to see uh, as well. Yeah. Last week was even better. And who would have thought it would have taken until you a young adolescent to, or young adult to, <laughs> to, to be a leader, not a 19-year-old. Eight, <laughs> eight years in as opposed to yeah. eight minutes. I couldn't imagine me as a 19-year-old leading a whole group of men. Like, that's just fucking ridiculous. I was thinking about that on the weekend. There's a lot of captains that are 21, 22. Yeah. You know, like, I work in an office. If a 21-year-old comes in, fuck off, mate. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like shit. I, I know you're yeah. winging it. <laughs> well, that comes in, lads. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, here's what you're going to do, yeah, mate. Yeah. You can sit no, down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, uh, no, a big win for the for the Demons. And, you know, once they get their uh, their main man back, they're going to be, um, I don't know if they're going to play finals, but they're certainly going to shape the eight. Well, they're a, sitting a uh, fifth now. Uh, are they that high? Yeah, I believe so. Um, they've been playing some decent footy the last couple of weeks. Yeah, sitting uh, fifth with 115%. Uh, percentage. So there you go. Also, I think that's the fifth best percentage too. Um, would have been different if they held up against uh, the old Hawks. But anyway, yep. um, all right, we'll go quickly. Do you want to go quickly through round thirteen, uh, fourteen? We'll do that first. Yeah, and then then we'll do the other big news. So we have got something big after this. Yep. Um, on Thursday night. Oh, back to nine games. How good is this? Um, Thursday night, Adelaide versus Hawthorne, first versus seventeenth. This is the first time I've ever tipped against Hawthorne by a hundred points. I yep. don't think it'll be 100 points, but I think you won't get much change out of 80. It's uh, Adelaide just have a better player on every line. Uh, and, yeah, they're just run, at home. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a big score. Um, the, the only way it seems you can beat Adelaide is by tagging Rory Sloan, and we don't have a tagger. Yeah. Who's, who goes to bets? Uh, well, we used to send Stratton to him. Yeah. Stratton's in the stands. So yep. Langford? May, maybe Birchall. If he's back, but yeah. he's still touch and go if he's back. Otherwise, it's going to be somebody like Taylor Duray. Yeah. Let some yeah. young kid get towed up. <laughs> fuck <it. laughs> go fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> Take this, son. Yeah. <laughs> Which means you got uh, Tex and Jenkins. Uh, well, Ryan Burton and Tex would be great. Yeah, and, and, which means that... Um, Frawley has to go to Jenkins then. Well, Frawley's in the stands as well. He's oh, yeah. in um, So, uh, Gibson or oh, or, or Caden Brand. Um, Gibson Brand on, if it's Gibson on Jenkins, Jenkins has five. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's Gibson on Taylor. He, Taylor gets five as well. Um, he's just he's not um, big enough or strong enough or athletic enough anymore. He's not fast enough at, at the moment. Like, anyway, as of this season. Yep, 100 points plus there. Uh, Friday night, cracker. Sydney and yeah, Essendon. Right. At the, at the SCG. At the Which SCG. Is, it's funny to say you got 12 for the 8th, but uh, both of these teams are going to shape the 8th. Like, well, Sydney are going to come home with a wet sail. Well, I think we're all tipping them to make finals. If they win, they're in the 8th, um, Sydney, because yep. their percentage is that good. Um, and so is their list. But Essendon have been playing their best footy up until the bye yep. last week. They'd be one of the teams that wish they didn't have a bye because they wanted to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think anyone except the Essendon supporters are really cheering for Essendon, are they? Everyone's still a bit butthurt. No, I'm happy enough. Starting to warm around. They they uh, paid their penance. No, no, they've still got some coming. Uh, Lovett Murray, he's got his uh, million dollar. That's all money. Dyson Heppel has put a $2 million contract uh, uh, case at Ford. Yeah, that's that's on-field money. Uh, I don't care about that shit. Um, I mean, on-field, you know, they've served their bands. They can play and win. Um, And the fact is they're playing very watchable footy. Yeah, that's true. Mm, That game last week... um, Sorry, week before against Port Adelaide, they won by seventy points, and it was watchable. Yeah, mm. um, it, it was, sometimes you see those floggings; it's just you know, it gets boring. But that ev- was so good. Every star that Essendon have, I look at Sydney's opposite number, and theirs is better. Yeah, like, well, as good as Danaher's going, Buddy's better. Well, uh, as good as Tip and Woody is, Kennedy's better. Oh, I mean, they're different players. They're different but, players, but yeah. um, Heppel versus Kennedy. <laughs> Heppel versus Kennedy. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you know 
Little Heaney versus uh, Zaharakis, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what about Gary Rowan versus uh, Anthony McDonald tipping Woody? <laughs> Run with that. You can have Ebony and Ivory there. I'll tell you <laughs> um, I think this is going to be a cracker. Oh, I'm, this would be the game of the round yeah. um, for mine. See, I, I, and I just I, think, I'm going to go for the home team. I think Sydney has too much. I think it'll be Sydney by about five goals. Hey. I think Sydney will just be able to weather, weather out the game better. Yep. Um, Battle of the Magpies on Saturday at the MCG. Collingwood versus Port. See, to me, this one could be definitive because Port have been playing shit the last few weeks I want fisticuffs tell you what if oh Scott's I think tra- that's guaranteed if Scott's transport isn't in their box this week and I don't know what's going to get them in there no it's the old fight for the, the prison bars god now I want to go to the game just to check yeah just to see <laughs> god damn it if you're at the game check on Scott's transport uh, corporate box let us know if anyone's in there take a photo and send it to yeah. us on Twitter or something Surely must be having it as a tax break or some shit because th- there's so much dust on the place. I think it's yeah, been used yeah. since the 80s. And I've never seen anybody in there. Maybe there's fans of cricket now so they go in there in the <laughs> summer. Is Scott's Transport still around? I don't know. Well, I like, don't know. They, have they, have they gone broke? They, they could have. Well, I would have thought if they're gone broke then that, they would have flipped that box pretty quickly. Yeah, well, I, maybe I it just got so. lost in the shuffle. Maybe someone put it under their wife's name. I still reckon we could go in there. Well, yeah, well, it could be under, I don't know, like a, an estate claim or something where some of the kids are fighting over it. Actually, I did... I did see today on Facebook got an ad for uh, you know little gadgets you can buy. One of them was a, a clear lock and a set of lock picks so you can practice. <laughs> okay, uh, I might have a crack at that, and then we can just go in Scott's transport uh, booth. Which this is by no way admission of right. guilt if that ever <laughs> does happen. Um, it's being Port Adelaide though, you reckon they haven't you know dealt with a few <laughs> yeah. lock they, pickers? They, they have the bar across the back of the door. <laughs> um, so who, who are we tipping? Yeah, oh, I'm on Port. I, I like. I feel like dirty tipping either of these teams. <laughs> I still. I think Port have such a high variation between their best and their worst, but I think their average is much better than Collingwood's average. Um, I'm going to tip Port, but I'm really hoping for a draw. Uh, First draw of the year. Is that what you're going to say? No, I just, I just can't bring myself to tip either of these teams. Giants the draw. The, First draw I, of the season. I really want to see um, young Pepper Pot throw a lot of hands in faces. Uh, he he would not be a bad bet for Rising Star. No. I think it's going to be McGrath or Burton. You reckon? I've had a look. Yep. Yeah, they'll, they'll shoot it in. Um, Giants versus the Lions at the Gabba. This will be a dem- demolition. Yeah. What else yeah. is on Sunday Saturday afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be doing something else. Um, Bulldogs versus North at Etihad Stadium. This will either be... Um, it, it could be where one or both teams redeem themselves or it could just be where both teams just sort of go in, shake hands and sit on deck chairs and everyone fucks off. I think North have got to figure out how they can make the Bulldogs play as shit as them. That's the only way they've got a chance well, in this game. Bulldogs no. are coming off their worst game of the season as well. Yeah. I, I think both teams played their worst game so far yeah, last and, week. Yeah, but North so have had the best quarter of anyone So was Sydney when they played North. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, North's best football is good enough. Um, you know, you don't get a 10-goal quarter on Adelaide by accident. But yeah. uh, their worst football is probably the worst in the league. So, in the end, fuck knows. If North actually uh, make the hard decisions and drop weight, drop uh, probably you know what? I, I didn't think weight was bad last week. I thought the, the ball to him was just awful and, oh, yeah, it was. and rare. But I, looking at the setup, the way weight, Woods, and Brown lead, they all cross over yeah. each other far too much. Yeah. Um, so, put a small in there. Lindsay Thomas is an option at the moment because he's, uh, yeah, he's on a week's suspended again. Yep. Um, he's not coming back. But there's there's still uh, about another eight young players that they've got to blood before the end of the season. Uh, one of them being Josh Williams, who actually looks like he could be something if once he puts on about thirty kilo, because I reckon he only weighs about forty. 
Um, Nick Larkey is playing in the Bs, kicked five on the weekend. Bit of a bigger lad, but... Um, and then throw a blanket over a bunch of other blokes. Uh, Bruce, if every week I'm fucking saying this, get him in. They yep. still don't fucking do it. Bulldogs. Yeah, I think the Bulldogs get over the line. No, I'm on North. They played. Not? They played the yeah, fucking me. worst game I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. them play. They've got to play better hey, this week. That's the way this season goes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> North by 15 goals. Um, West Coast are hosting Melbourne. This will be delicious. Yep. I was going to say the good thing is if North get thumped, nobody's going to see it. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone's going to watch the other one. Uh, I'm on Melbourne. I reckon they're playing some very fucking attractive football, and it's going to be great to see how they try and bully uh, West Coast over there. Well, especially yeah. they got Max Gorn back as well. That's going to give them an advantage of getting first use of the ball, you would imagine, yep. uh, which is really you know, sort of integral to their game plan. Yeah, well, they did say he's definitely playing uh, when they did the post-match interview in so. the room, so that's as a, I guess, as yeah. Might not be his choice, though. I'll, I'll take his word for it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, bloke with his uh, abilities. So if he says he's good, you're good. Who's going to win? Melbourne by uh, uh, 22. Ah, shit. It's, you can't really back against Melbourne. You can't. I'll, I'm going to, though. I'm going to say West yeah. Coast because it's over there. And yep. That's the only reason I could come up with. Um, Geelong are hosting the Dockers. Geelong by a lot. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, Richmond and Carlton at the MCG on Sunday. Shit. What a game. A what a game. Carlton coming in some great form, and they do match up well against the Tigers. Yeah, they do. Um, round one, they obviously faced off, and it was a poor game that Dusty Martin was the difference. Yep. If Dusty was a little bit quiet last week, despite kicking two, he'll, I reckon he might turn up for a big one. Yep, and like we have to. And I'm sure after, after uh, the sort of difference between our first and second halves, I'm sure... Hardwick would have given them an absolute blasting yeah. and so I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few changes in the Tigers just to refresh um, you know what he's trying to do and hit the ground running against Carlton we need to run we need to go to the middle have that yep. direct passing but shit it's going to be a very good game so we're very close well, I think the Tigers provided they help us out with what we're talking about next see I, I think Carlton just because I think it'll be pretty tight and you know in the last five minutes uh, Richmond have shown themselves to be fairly fragile and I think it's built up to the point now where they kind of fear that kind of thing yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to try and go to this game I reckon it'll be fantastic yeah and finally Saints are hosting the Suns at Etihad Stadium on the Sunday Arvo game Suns have got to turn around they, they've had even the, the win against Hawks was disappointing yeah um, they need a they need a win here yeah I think the Saints might be gettable for them yeah that's I, think right. they are. I think they are as well I think Saints can't really afford to um, be complacent and they I mean who are they going to put on Gary Ablett because it's going to be someone good that's going to really be detrimental they don't have some enough good players to be able to sacrifice one and just yeah. put him, run him on Ablett they might have to swap off him um, so that's going to be the interesting factor and it could be the determining factor of this game what a fucking season we have where you've got uh, Richmond Carlton which is 6th versus 15th and we're going that's going to be tight yeah. and then you've got 10 versus 14th and we're like yeah that could yeah. be a blowout yeah yeah it's a, it's one of the weirdest seasons I've, I can ever remember. I've, I've been really enjoying it, except for the last round. That's been shit. Um, all right, so last thing we want to talk about before we sign off. Um, if you've been following on uh, us on Twitter and on Reddit a little bit as well, I'll put yeah. it out there. Yep. Um, it's the, the old man's turning 60 this year, and uh, the old man's a Tiger supporter. So that's why I've been to a lot of I, Richmond I, games. I think we had the long-suffering in front of Tiger supporter. I think that goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, He's turning 60 this year, in September, mind you. Yep. Um, and just like the Tigers, could do with a bit of September luck. Yes, uh, he's one of the few Tiger supporters that can celebrate something in September. Yeah, yeah <laughs> yep. Um, but the last time uh, the Tigers saluted in September, Dad was there. Um, and he 
tells the story of he was sitting next to his mate who was a Collingwood um, uh, supporter, um, all decked out, both of them in all the gear, you know, the beanies, the scarves, and the badges, and the guernseys, and everything. Yeah, yeah. none of it official. <laughs> all of it uh, bought for $3.50 on the way. But they did make a bet at, before the game that uh, whoever loses has to hand over all their merch. All the merch they're wearing, <laughs> right. handed over to the winner. And obviously, as uh, everyone probably remembers, um, Richmond ran out uh, winners that day by a record margin at the time. So yeah, his mate had to hand out, take off the beanie and take off the scarf and hand it over. And, and Dad said he gave it to some girl sitting in front of him who was, who was crying because she was a Carlton, uh, Collingwood supporter. But uh, anyway, uh, he was also captain of the local club um, at this stage in 1980. And I was about one month old. So he's done very well to go to the grand final yeah. with a one-month-old at home. And uh, a 19-month-old. And a 19-month-old. And, you know, a wife at home. But, hey, correct decision. Yeah. <laughs> 36 years on, yeah, done yep. well. Well, um, there's, there's family history because uh, another uncle, uh, just for the last grand final, he had a, a chance to do a bit of a trip over to see the... See no, the missus? His missus in uh, Perth. They'd organised months ahead of time that he'd catch up with her. And uh, then he realised that they were in the grand final and he said, sweetheart... Sorry, love, I can't. Uh, ain't, ain't happening. <laughs> and I'd... I, I think he must have gone home and said, oh, look, uh, I'm sorry that... It, but inside, he's like, fuck, that was well worth it. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. No, no matter how far in the doghouse you go, <laughs> that's I, I, a win. No, I think that uh, it says a lot that she was going, I understand. Yeah. Like, no, no, this makes sense. Um, but anyway, uh, Dad was captain of the footy club um, in uh, 1980, the local club, the, the the North Broken Hill Bulldogs. And like we say many, many times, home of uh, Dean Solomon and... Taylor Walker and Anthony Kudafidis yep. and Anthony Kudafidis last weekend but yep. that's a different story um, and uh, there was a bloke by the name of Harold Griff um, who was t- to give him a title at the local footy club is really not doing him justice because he's one of those blokes that did everything yeah. like, if you, you needed something done he, he could do it he was a, a patron or a, a president he did everything yeah. as his footy. name on the gates literally they named yeah. the gates of the local footy um, in Broken Hill after him the, the Harold Griff Gates, yeah. funnily enough. Um, but he was good friends with uh, a couple of blokes in, uh, in the Richmond Tigers. I believe one of them was a property steward. Um, but I'm not 100% sure on what their actual roles at the club was. Could have been board member as well. Um, I've got their names here. I'm just trying to find it very quickly. Here we go. Their names were Jack Delora and Pat Cranny. Um, so he's good mates with these guys from the, from the Richmond Football Club. And he mentioned that... Uh, Obviously, Brian was, uh, Dad was the um, captain of the local club, and they thought he'd, he'd do something solid for him. Um, and uh, they sent him uh, a training Guernsey yep. and a footy. And the footy has a couple of um, stickers on it that say Richmond v Collingwood 1980 Grand Final, VFL Grand Final. This ball was used in the third quarter. Yeah. As you can imagine, pretty unique piece of fucking memorabilia. Yeah. Let's not fuck about. Um, Mario from Doncaster would love that fucker. <laughs> I, I think, you know, there's a lot of Tiger supporters that go, yeah, that, I mean, you can have all your signed posters and, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys, what your best merch is for your team. So I've got a... Um, I lost my uh, retro poster. I'm, I'm North Melbourne, just an unviolated wife. <laughs> um, I, I've got a back-to-back um, framed, you know, one of those prints on my wall that is absolutely useless, but um, that's the way it goes. Uh, to give something from Richmond's last premiership, and something that unique is unbelievable. And it's his pride and joy, of course. Yeah. Um, but it sits in his top cupboard 
and just does not get used does not get touched you know it, it's away and so we're not surprising or anything because I had to get his permission and get the names of the people yeah so what we want to do is we want to frame it up and you know make it look nice so it goes straight to the pool room yeah but I thought you want to get that authenticity or get the club involved maybe yeah. they can do something else yeah um, just to make it that little bit special plus I thought fill it with port well, yeah um, but I thought Especially the football clubs, they love these kind of stories. Yeah. And, yeah. and taking something like this back. It was, it's a 60th birthday, it's a fair innings. It's a fair innings, and for a bloke that was there, you know, yep. last time they saluted. And like you said, birthday in September as well. You couldn't ask for a better omen. Um, it's a good news story, though, yeah. you know, for them as well. So I thought there might be a chance there that they can, one, can they collaborate the story? Because I don't know how many of these balls are yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, might be a Rubodell thing every year, <laughs> but got a different ball. Um, <laughs> but it's certainly something that um, is never going to be sold. Like, yeah. It's yep. it's staying in the family for life. Bloody oath. Um, but I'd like to just say, yeah, it is legit. And here's the Richmond Football Club saying it's yep. legit. Um, you know, maybe... And no, you can't have it back. <laughs> what, what no they, chance. What if they did that? If they came in and said, yeah, it's legit. We're, we're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> Bad luck. <laughs> this is mine. Well, find me, fuckers. <laughs> they're going to find out. Um, so what I've done is I've taken some photos. I'll put them on Reddit um, and I'll put them on Twitter and I've uh, reached out to the Richmond Football Club, to Kevin Bartlett, because I thought if any bloke is going to know that footy, it's going to be him. Yeah. Um, we've reached out to the Tiger Talking podcast. Talk, which yep. is their official yep. podcast as well as the marketing manager who I found through a Google search yep. um, so what I'm trying to do is trying to get the Richmond Football Club involved um, so if anybody knows anything and there's been a couple of guys on Reddit that have been really helpful yep. um, pointing out uh, that, you know, and yeah uh, there's a clown assassin on Twitter he's always uh, helped us out but they've pointed out uh, that there is the Richmond Museum as well so if I haven't heard back at the end of the week, I'll give them a call. Yeah, and see it's called the do. board. Do you, reckon that, do you reckon that's as dusty as the Scots transport booth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Very much. Very much could be. Um, but uh, so, if anybody out there can give us a hand, um, go to the um, Twitter account for Clicking Balls. That's just at Clicking Balls. Yeah. Um, and you can see all the photos we, we put up there. It's also a Reddit thread going around as well. That we put up there. Oh, put up there. Help us retweet it, or you know, tag someone that you think might be able to help us out in the the posts. Or if you know somebody, like just you know, you can yeah. get in touch with us through those accounts or through the the Facebook as well. You've yeah. got all our details there. And he's an absolute Richmond fanatic too. Like uh, if. If things go well and they get a flag this year, I reckon he'd probably get Tigers tattooed across his neck. Uh, just a tribute to Dusty. Maybe even the haircut too. He might know. have to line up for that one, I reckon. <laughs> All right, I, really, I really hope they give out vouchers for that shit. <laughs> those have those set up like next to the donut stand outside the ground or something like that. Face painting, <laughs> neck tattooed. God, there's a gold mine if one of those face painters did that. Did, yeah. did See, the neck version. Imagine if one of the blokes just set up a little shaver shop there. Just, you know, got the clippers and he's like, all right, we're doing the Dusty. Just on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Done. There's your shit fucked up go <laughs> it would just be a prerequisite of going through the turnstiles oh, <laughs> shavers each side honestly that would be a fucking gold mine on the way in just uh, shaving young lads heads into Dusty's yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you and look, yep. I'm not gonna not gonna uh, rain on Dusty's parade too much because he might be at North next year but uh, be a, be, he'd take it in fairly good humour I reckon oh he'd made it so uh, he seems like you know he can take a joke yeah he wouldn't look care. at the haircut <laughs> alright right. um, that'll do us for this week yeah so help us out yeah alright all right. cheers, cheers guys Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, 
a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.